This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Rams Talk podcast preview show. Um, this week we are talking all things Peaceborough United and uh, who better do that with me than I've got uh, Sam Edwards from the Yellow Block podcast uh, and also does occasional commentary for uh, BBC Radio Cambridge. How are you, Sam? Yeah, very well, thank you. Very much looking forward to this weekend's game. <laughs> well, it's hopefully going to be uh, a six-pointer for either team, isn't it? Because uh, 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 yeah. you look at... Uh, the teams um, probably run into the end of the season. This is probably the one that uh, both teams are looking at and going, whichever one probably wins is going to take it towards that end of the season crunch time, isn't it? Yeah, well, it's interesting, isn't it, how sort of Posh and Derby over the past couple of seasons now have, have played a fair few key games or, or games where, you know, there's been there's been a bit of drama, obviously. Last few games has been a last-minute winner for, for either team, hasn't there? So um, that game in the August, the start of the championship season... I think you guys were sort of really struggling, weren't you, with mm. some of the, the the transfer and the young squad that you had, and obviously you, you turned it around and, and, and nearly survived in the end. And then the, obviously the game that we had at your place in the February of last year with that last minute winner, and then of course earlier this season um, <laughs> where we were one nil up, and then got you know we were down to ten, and then those late two goals, which um hopefully don't don't come back to bite us come come the end so i feel like it's going to be something's going to be decided last minute on saturday i know it's kind of scripted in the stars isn't it um i mean looking at the that you brought it up there the last time we played at uh, pride park i mean t- i mean the red card was probably the the big turnaround for you guys and it was a kind of hang on piece and then as you say we got two late goals probably backed by the 12th man of the crowd but uh, i mean can you really read much into that? It's obviously right at the start of the season. I mean, Derby um, have got a new manager now, probably uh, since then. And and obviously you guys, uh, and, and with how you are in the form you're in, it probably, tailor the tape's probably a little bit different from uh, from where it was then. Yeah, new, new manager for us since then as well, with Grant McCann having started the season and, and, and now Darren Ferguson. So, um, so yeah, I mean, we he, and he's turned around our, our away form to a degree. And we, um, yeah, we when when we lost to Derby, we were in a sort of a bit of an unwelcome habit of taking the lead away from home and then and then losing the game. Um, and obviously, particularly disappointing so late on against Derby at Pride Park <laughs> when we were down to 10 and got ourselves in the lead and thought, oh, this is what a result this is going to be. Um, and then, yeah, just like it was sort of the six months earlier in the February of last year of last season, when uh, when you know a late goal to win it, obviously two late goals to win it, 
this time. So, um, so yeah, it's, it's obviously going to be a different encounter, and 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 it's and it's it's a great one. You know, it's another game with so much riding on it. With what is it, four points separating the teams going into it? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So you know, it's. Um, I think. I think. Uh, I mean. I, Barnsley obviously got that cracking win, didn't they, against Sheffield Wednesday, ending there and beating run in the week. So I think they're sort of gone now because they've got a few games in hand, got a bit of a cushion. And obviously Ipswich, Sheffield Wednesday and Plymouth have been have been gone for a little while. Um, and I think sort of this time last week or, or, you know, sort of 10 days ago before Bosch beat Burton and then beat Lincoln, um, two great away wins in, in the past week, we were thinking, OK, it's probably only... Bolton were chasing really um, because they've played so many more games than everyone else um, but obviously as you said you know you guys have had a bit of a wobble over the past few weeks sort of inconsistent yeah. <laughs> with the with, inconsistent with the wins the draws and the, and the defeats and um, you know your defeat at the weekends meant that we were you know we're right back in it and a great chance to close that gap even further on Saturday. Well, I mean, yeah, we, we, I mean, just looking at it now, uh, just in front of me, I mean, you've got Wickham uh, and yourselves uh, right on uh, Bolton and, and Derby's Towers on 60 points. And then you've got both of us on 64. I mean, there's probably, I mean, Portsmouth are, are there uh, three points behind you guys. But I mean, you probably say it's that um, that quartet of teams that are looking at that um, final spot or final two spots, sorry. Um, I mean, Going in towards the end of the season and looking at Posh's um, the, the the run of games that they've got, do you really see that they've got a real real chance, or is it a case of now um, they've just got to get points on the board no matter what happens? Yeah, I mean, I, I was sort of saying before the two the two victories with 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 Burton and Lincoln um, that. You know, it's, it, it's it's looking unlikely because they'd just come off the back of the Cheltenham defeat and, and yeah. it was 3 nil as well. So the manner of the defeat, it was quite despondent. And obviously it was still possible, but, you know, you were talking sort of low percentages really at that time with the, with the feeling of how they were. And the fact that they all season, I think the most they've won in a row is three. The longest mm, they've been unbeaten yeah. is four. So, you know, they've never really gone on a streak. And, and if they were going to break into that top six come the end of the season, they really needed to pull something out that they haven't done and haven't shown all season. Now, obviously, what better time to do that than right at the end of the season when it really, really matters? <laughs> um, so I think the fact, I think a lot of posh fans, the fact that, that they're in this position it is, is, it is a bit of a surprise. Not a surprise, but it's like wow, you know, we've we've done this without really being red hot at any point during the season. Um, yeah. So you know, it's it, Saturday suddenly turned into a into a massive game for us, and maybe a week ago, a lot of people were thinking there wouldn't be a huge amount riding on it for Posh. You know, obviously if they win, they, they, there's still that chance; it's still mathematically possible. But now it's you know right back in it, and you know. I think normally you're looking that sixth spot is around 70 points, give or take a few. It looks like this yeah. season, if, if it, you know, current trajectories, it's going to be, it's going to be a high number, mm. that sixth spot. So, you know, really speaks of the quality of this league this season. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, I think everyone kind of um, across the, 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 the English divisions have said that League One's quality has improved over the last uh, couple of seasons. I mean, the teams that are down there are massive, and and you guys are are in that uh, in that talk. I mean, just looking at your the the posh in terms of the way the seasons panned out, you've got nineteen wins, 
15 defeats and three draws in comparison to Derby. We've got 10 draws. So, I mean, you're not really a draw specialist like, like Derby. Well, I mean, it's one or the other for you guys. <laughs> it, it is. You know, Porsche, Porsche are often like that under Darren Ferguson. Um, and there's been some, there's been some, you know, defeats that really, if we'd have turned into draws or kept at draws, would have been great. I mean, obviously Derby away, one of them. Um, another one where we're 2-0 up against... Um, uh, Exeter away, um, yeah. you know, and that turns into a defeat as well. And you think if you hang on to a few of those, so yeah, we, we, we've lost loads, but then we've we've won quite a lot as well. So, um, yeah, it's it, it, that that's quite you know that's why we've not really pulled off a long unbeaten streak at any point. So, mm. um, yeah, it's been a bit a bit a bit. I think over the course of the season for us, how it's been for you, I guess you know for the past couple of months, because I think you were looking really good, weren't you, around sort of November. December, January sort of time, it, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and then it's kind of yeah. just just fizzled away a bit. I mean, what are you guys thinking? Are you, are you worried, like looking over your shoulders at the moment? Because I guess you wave goodbye in your heads. Not, I'm sure the players and the staff <laughs> would have, but you know, from a fan point of view, I think you're probably realistically thinking, "What top two? Not an option now." Yeah, I mean, we we, we spoke about on the podcast uh, over the last couple of weeks. I mean, we. Thought that um, a the Fleetwood was a must win at home, and in the form that we were in uh, at home, it would it was one of those that you kind of think we just need to get use it as a as a bounce back, and, and obviously look what happens. But uh, I mean, yeah, you're kind of right. Um, I mean, not all Derby fans will say. It. I mean, anything can happen. But I mean, that Plymouth defeat was probably the nail in the coffin for the top two. Um, I think. Uh, winning or at least getting a draw from that kind of kept those hopes alive. I mean, now it's just trying to cement that playoff spot. And, and, uh, and obviously with a bit win, obviously on Saturday, we'll, we'll do that. I mean, you, you were bringing it up earlier. I mean, you had a, I mean, the the, the way uh, the managerial position kind of swaps at, at Peterborough is quite funny from a, 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 the third party perspective. I mean, you said there, Darren Ferguson's come back in for an, another tenure at, at, at Peterborough. I mean, what clear evidence has, has he seen and, and have you seen uh, covering Peterborough that you've seen a clear change in, in form and what, what has been that, that nugget that he's brought back with him on, uh, this time around? It's, re- it's really interesting because he obviously left after the Derby game last season mm. you know we had that really really important february where i think it was cardiff who were down there with us it was reading we you know we got hammered by cardiff drew nil nil against reading um and then lost to you guys and it was like right you know that's that's it done and he kind of walked away not wanting to be back in league one next season not feeling like he had the players didn't have the motivation the drive and sort of spoke in the interim about wanting a long-term project as his next thing um obviously grant mccann came in picked up our form away from home picked up our form overall points per game goals scored per game went up goals conceded per game went down like you know all the key metrics were improved um and thought right okay you know clearly we're going down here but good to go down with a bit of a fight and a bit of optimism for next season and then you know as is often the way with posh in league one started started well and then sort of fizzled off and um you know when he when he was sacked or it was i think one win in six and it was a humiliating defeat at home to to Wickham 3-0, but then we've had a 5-0 home defeat to Bolton, a humiliating 3-0 home defeat to, to Cheltenham. So some of those problems haven't gone away. Um, and, and Darren has largely come back to a very similar squad to what he left 
last season, mm. not wanting yeah. to do this in League One. So it's it's really interesting that he is he is back. I mean, he is a good League One manager, and you probably we said at the time when he was appointed back again in January. If you were a, a Portsmouth who were looking at that time, you're probably looking at someone like Darren, who you think's got a good promotion record out of League yeah. One. So, you know, looking at it as a Darren Ferguson being your manager, it's a good call. But obviously, the fact that it's his fourth spell, <laughs> you know, you you know how that's going to go down with other fans and within your own fan base as well. Like, oh, you know, come on, is there no one else out there? Um, yeah. But whatever it is, it just it just sort of worked with the philosophy of the club and he kind of gets it and it's it's one of those things you can't necessarily put your finger on what what they're doing i mean there's still an element of sometimes sideways passing and backwards passing um and not really achieving much you know the cheltenham home game i think it was like 70 percent possession one shot on target and mm. we lost three nil um so it's not just having the ball it's what you do with it but you know it's just that attacking football with those attacking players um that experience he's got, the sort of the man management he's got as well. Um, so yeah, it's been it's been welcome to see a season that at one point looked like it might fizzle out, and actually now we're sort of mid March, and and there's a, there's a bit of you know bit of fire still burning. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over seventy percent of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/people today. Picture the scene. All of your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. I mean, yeah. I mean, I won't, uh, I won't uh, go into too much detail, but my brother's a, a Burton Albion fan and he was there against... Uh, against you guys um when you came to Pirelli I mean the way you described your your style of play was you get it out wide quick and you get it across the box quick and, and you scored five goals from it and I don't know, know how true that is but from On that a, game from, yeah <laughs> but I mean yeah. in terms of the style of play is he correct in that is that how you guys under under Darren yeah. Ferguson do play get it out wide and get it in the box always getting it forward yeah I mean he's got a philosophy you know amongst posh fans and 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 wider than that with some other fans that you know will score more one more than you has always been sort of the <laughs> the identity of his teams um and yeah that Burton game is interesting because that is that is how we were great you know it looked like we could score every opportunity getting the ball through the thirds mm. quickly which was complete chalk and cheese to the Saturday defeat against against Cheltenham um and you know when you've got a top scorer in Clark Harris who's got you 22 goals you know you're always going to have a threat he was top scorer in this league last in last time Posh were in the league when they got promoted. So, mm. you know, you always got an option chances with with him. So um so yeah, they just need to need to continue that really and not sort of sluggishly pass it around. And that obviously depends on how other teams set up against us. Um yeah. but I mean I can't imagine that, you know, Derby are I mean what you're not going to want to go into obviously drawing, even though draw is obviously a better <laughs> result for you guys, but you've you know yeah. you've got quality players as well so it'd be interesting mm. I'm, I'm just interested to see how 
Derby approach it at the weekend, yeah. being the away team, but yeah. being the team with more to lose? Yeah, well, well you, you're spot on there. I mean, I think um, just from thinking about how we'll, we'll probably approach it, I mean, Paul Warren's set up away from home is kind of you guys can have the ball and we'll catch on the, the counter with the pace we have out wide and, and, and the quality we've got up top. I mean, I don't know if you guys are a team that will happily dominate possession at home and your fans will appreciate that or will you uh, mind? Uh, I think the, the nicest way of putting it, a derby game can be sometimes is a, a table tennis <laughs> table tennis match where it's going from one side to the other, back to front, quick as we can. And, and there could be 5-5, five, five, it could be 4-4. Four, four. It's like we outscore you similar to yourselves. I mean, uh, how in terms of setting up, do you go against those teams who have that little bit of a, a better quality, uh, obviously that top end of the table? Yeah, well, obviously, I, I think that's been the absolutely frustrating thing this season in that, you know, if you're being really cynical and judgmental, right, you look at a team like Cheltenham, you think that we shouldn't be losing 3-0 at home to Cheltenham. You know, if we're serious yeah. about promotion, that's a result on a scoreline that shouldn't happen. Fair enough, you know, they might win. You know, this is League mm. One after all. It's not yeah. like we're talking Premier League teams against conference teams. Um, so you lose that game. But then you beat Plymouth 5-2 at home, you know, who haven't really conceded many all season. Yeah. Um, you go to Sheffield Wednesday and, uh, yeah, you offer little in, a, in attack. But, you know, you lose 1-0 to a, to a deflected, deflected cross that, that is an own goal. Mm. So, you know, there's been real ups and downs in Posh's performance and, and no real consistency with necessarily how you can analyse the games. But, yeah. you know, we have played better when we've got it forward quickly. So if that's what Derby do as well, it'd be interesting to see if it is open from the start and um, we've got a thriller on our hands <laughs> well, i mean there i think derby fans will probably look out for and, and the standout name in terms of a danger man to us will be clark harris i mean it, has he been uh the, the player that probably all league one um fans and, and spectators know he's been this season um and from pre- previous seasons or is there a couple of other names that you might want to throw out there for derby fans to watch out for yeah, I mean Clark Harris he just scores at League One level. Mm. He just and he had a good back end of the championship season as well, to to be fair to him. Um and, and so that was tied in with taking the captain's armband, which, you know, he still is the captain. So that's been a real you know, some people struggle, don't they, when they have the added responsibility excuse me, of being a captain, but he it, it's really added to his game, giving him that fire in, in the belly. So, you know, he's always a threat. He never goes the thing at Posh over the three seasons, he's never really gone on a goal drought. Mm, um yeah. But other names, you know, we generally attack with a with a sort of a three or a four, um, and it depends who we play. But we'll probably play Ward and Mason Clark. Um, Ward has scored in back to back league games. He's never done that for Posh before. Best goal scoring season he's had now only six goals, but um, it's good to see some confidence back in him taking players on as well from the right. Then you've got Mason Clark, who's pacey and powerful. Um, as well. So the player who is in form at the moment, though, over the past couple of games is actually our left-back, Ogbetta, um, who had an absolute stormer against Burton, stormer at the weekend as well, you know, really pressing high up the pitch and intercepting the ball and, and driving forward. So, um, yeah, if we can play a lot down our left-hand side, then 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 he's a man in form as well, and getting the ball into the box to, to Clark Harris. And, you know, the goal we scored against Lincoln, the first goal, Clark Harris, it was great. Pressing up high, or, or, or better, you know, in the centre of the pitch, loose ball, or better then picks it up on the left-hand side. Cross comes in, dummy, Clark Harris powers at home. So, you know, a really good press and then and then capitalising. Mm. Um, 
Now, obviously, again, you know, your basic analysis should say Derby probably aren't going to make those mistakes to the same degree that Lincoln are. But then Lincoln have barely conceded at home all season. <laughs> so, you know, League One's just mad, isn't it, when you try and it look is, at it yeah. with any level of consistency. Yeah, I mean, I mean, this this league, um, first time that I've been in it for for a long while. I mean, since since I've uh, uh, been on Earth. Um, but I mean, you look at <laughs> um, I mean, you look at the the, the teams, that, like you say, uh, Cheltenham um, put up a result against you. Fleetwood did the same against us at the weekend. So it's kind of going to be interesting. I mean, yeah, what what, ha- we- what happened? Because I mean, because <laughs> Posh played at one o'clock. So we got the result we needed, and then it was a perfect yeah. weekend for us with Wickham's result, with your result as well. Mm. Obviously, Bolton had drawn on the Friday, hadn't they, at Sheffield Wednesday, which yeah. was a good point for them, but still drop points, you know, which is good from our perspective. But, you know, you saw Fleetwood go tuning up so early and thought, oh, Derby will probably get a goal back. And, and you just you just didn't. And I, I don't know if you were close, but what what happened? I mean, we, we, we kind of spoke about it on um, the, the, the podcast on Sunday. Essentially, we... We, we didn't not agree with what Paul Warren did in terms of starting eleven. We kind of changed it up. We kept it the same as Oxford, um, but in terms of the best eleven you could put out there, the, the eleven that he started, but probably not that. Uh, I mean, David McGoldrick didn't start. We had Curtis Davis, who's who's thirty eight, bless him, uh, at the back. And when you've got like Jack Marriott, who, who you guys know, who is a, a little rat who, who follows the play around all day from minute one to minute ninety at, at your heels that that doesn't bode well <laughs> so yeah um and and unfortunately it, it was a case of we weren't on the uh, on there on the day i mean i was checking uh, the stats during the game and we didn't have a shot on target till about the 60th minute so and we had about five shots so it's a case of fleetwood in in all due respects had a, did us um fair and square and we just weren't there and it, I, I think it was kind of an eye-opener to us that this is what League One is. Anyone, if you're not on your day, can can pick you apart. And, and obviously, like you guys said with Cheltenham, you guys uh, know full well. Yeah, exactly. And I think, you know, that's that's the trouble, isn't it? And the thing that probably, you know, fans like Derby fans fear when you drop into League One. You know, you see Sunderland struggle to get out of it. Ipswich obviously have struggled for a few seasons now. And it's not... You know, it's not like you're going to bounce straight back. It's almost like spider getting out of a bath type of thing, isn't it? You know, you get up and fall back down. It takes you a little while sometimes. You know, some teams bounce straight back, but um, yeah, it's not it's not an easy league. No, no, and and I mean, we're just looking at talked about a couple of key players there. We we spoke about it very very quickly, and I'll bring it up very very quickly. I mean, um, it came out uh, yesterday that Ronnie Edwards won't be available at the weekends, um, being on international duty. We've got. I believe, um, as far as I'm aware, Jason Knight won't be available because uh, he's with Ireland. So both teams hampered by international call-ups. Uh, I mean, it says he's highly rated as a defender. Uh, would, would you agree with that? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's had dips in form, but he's a young kid. So but it's, mm. it's, it's to be expected. Um, but yeah, his stock's really risen since he signed from Barnet a few years ago. Obviously got that European Championship win with, with the England under-19s as well um, in, in last summer. Um, so, so yeah, I think, you know, posh fans thought we might lose him over the summer and then probably not so worried in January because it was sort of a bit inconsistent, but again, yeah, now he's really been in form or certainly improved form over the weeks. So yeah, it's, it's a shame that posh are being forced to upset that back line. Um, so we'll wait to see who comes in, in to replace him. You know, there have been through the season questions over Frankie Kent's form, but then he's come mm. back in. Um, 
So, so yeah, it is, it is a shame that Posh have obviously pulled two good away <laughs> wins off and now they're being forced into making a change because I'm sure yeah. Darren would be wanting to name the same 11 if he could. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think that's the manager dreaming, is it? Keep the same 11 as it goes. I mean, I won't uh, take too much more of your time. So what I will do is I will bring uh, this podcast uh, to a close and I will do that by asking uh, the same question I ask uh, our guests every week. Uh, I mean, if you're a, a betting man and you're going to be there, am I right in saying you're going to be there on Saturday? Uh, I'm not actually going to be there, oh. but I'll be watching. I'll be, yeah, I'm not, actually, I'm not actually <laughs> going to be there, but I'll be, um, yeah, I'll be watching. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, if you were going to put a, a scoreline on it and if, if uh, the posh were going to get a, a goal, uh, who would you put that to? Um, I, well, got to be Captain Johnson Clark Harris. <laughs> um, uh, scoreline I'm going to be I'm going to be optimistic I'm going to go for 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 a 2-1 and we've got to go for a 90th minute winner <laughs> <laughs> I mean if that happens I I think I will probably end, be a man in tears <laughs> um I will what do, you, go, what do you think I reckon I mean if my head my heart says oh let's go let's go 2-1 win and go the opposite but I think I generally my head I will take a one or draw all day long just to keep that gap uh, to you guys. So I, now I will go one all uh, and uh, and then hope um, you guys drop points along with uh, Portsmouth and the chasing pack over the, the coming coming weeks. Um, but no, be an Sam, interesting final nine games, that's for sure. Oh, I know, I know. Um, but it, no, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on. Um, if uh, there are any Peterborough fans uh, listening, uh, as I say, um, it's not just Derby fans we uh, we try and appeal to, we try and appeal to everyone. Uh, where can they find you? Yeah, so um, we are on the yellow the yellow block pod, um, and we record generally on Sundays, and that goes out as soon as we can turn it around. So um, yeah, that's <laughs> that's where to find us, and we'll be we'll be dissecting the derby game on Sunday evening for sure. So um, yeah, plenty um, plenty of chat to come, and and hopefully some positive analysis from our point of view. <laughs> I mean, I mean, if depending on the results, I'll give it a listening. If it's uh, the result your way, I probably won't. <laughs> no, that's the same for all of us, isn't it? I know, I know. But yeah, no, it's been a pleasure having you on and uh, take care, mate. Brilliant. Cheers, Callum. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.